guys, welcome back. It is part two of our marathon here today. As uh, we put uh, we put aside the heading back to the window moniker, and it's just me and Scott doing our top twenty five college football plays. So if you're uh, if you're still out there, thanks for hanging out with us and uh, doing this part of the show. If you've got any questions about games that aren't in the top twenty five, hang on to those and. Uh, at some point, maybe we'll take a little break. Scott, maybe we'll take a little break halfway through, answer a couple of those, and then we will uh, uh, maybe answer a couple at the end if we have time. So, But you forgot the most important part. We're giving out picks at the end of the show, as always. That's right. We're going to give out our our three favorite picks. And that reminds me, we've got to recap how we did yesterday, Scott. We're, you're, last you're, week, but same thing. What did I, what I say? What you I said say? yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday, last week, it's all the same mm-hmm. to old people. So last week... I was uh, recovered from my 0-3 week the week before, went to, or 1-2 from the week before, went 2-1, bring my record to 11-10. That's exactly profitable. That's 52.38. Congratulations. You are keeping up your nice little streak, Scott. You went 2-1, kind of back in your old habits, but that brings you to 13-7-1 on the season. Well done, buddy. I don't know what that is, somewhere 62% or so. Pretty good. I'm, right I'm plus 4.67 oh, units. You're, you're 65%. Yeah. How many? You're plus what? I'm plus 4.67 units. Okay. Way to go. Nicely nicely done. Uh, just to recap, I had Army plus 14 over Wisconsin, and I also had Texas A&M minus 8.5 over Mizzou. Uh, the only thing that kept me from a perfect 3-0 week was another Texas Longhorns complete collapses. I had Texas minus three and a half over OK State. And we think we all know how that one went. So uh, two and one is how I went. Scott, what what do you do? So I had Ball State on the money line at minus 118 on Fox bet. They beat Eastern Michigan. I had another first quarter bet and I had A&M Missouri over 13 and a half in the first quarter at minus 105 on DraftKings. That one too. Mm -hmm. And I lost the Vanderbilt team total under 16 and a half at minus 110 on DraftKings. Nothing more upsetting than the team that you're fading recovering a fumble at the opposing team's 20-yard line, which results in a free seven points. Kind of brutal, wasn't it? Yep. I believe they finished with, I want to say 20. So had they not gotten the touchdown, they would have went under. But unfortunately, it happens, is what it is. I'll take the two and one. All right. Very good. So let's, uh, without, without further ado, as they say, Scott, let's just get rolling on this week's action. Going to start off with the new number 25. Welcome to the club, Boilermakers. It is the Purdue Boilermakers at home. Playing Wisconsin, catching absolutely no respect. No respect as the uh, Wisconsin Badgers. Three and a half point road favorites over the 25th ranked Purdue Boilermakers. And 41 is the total. We're going to see a couple of those this week, Scott. Uh, uh, What am I missing? Well, people, apparently odds makers especially, love Wisconsin, even right. though they haven't really done anything for the entire season. Now, Purdue, I believe, is the only FBS team to go undefeated to the under this season. They've been in a bunch of low-scoring games, which is really not what you're used to seeing from a Jeff Brom-led team. You're used to seeing points, not much defense. Now they got the opposite. The total's low. Do you think it's too low? Do both teams get to 20? I doubt it. I'm looking at the under as painful as it looks. Yep. You? I I think I think you have to. It's 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 under a pass for me in the, in that spot. So, I've got I've got I've got Purdue 
and the under, it is just hard to see. You know, both of these uh, both of these defenses are outstanding. Wisconsin is really good against the run. Purdue cannot run the football at all. So it's going to be interesting to see how Wisconsin is able to d- defend the pass when they know Purdue has to throw the ball. But having said that, I still think they're the better team. And you were correct. They are uh, yet to go over in any of their games. They're getting close. They're getting close to getting that number right, but I don't think they're quite there yet, Scott. I'll take uh, I'll take the boilers and the under, and as uh, what you have as well. Over or under one and a half interceptions for Mertz. Over. I agree. Yeah, he's he's not good, Scott. What do you do with him? You, Mertz. Yeah, you bring uh, him back. And, you give right. him an early diploma and get him out of here. I, I don't know. He shouldn't be starting, but I've mentioned that in the past as an alum. I don't know how your campus has 50-something thousand people, if not more, and nobody knows how to throw a football. Man, that sucks. Uh, Browns backer says, YouTube has a bad problem getting out notifications. That well, sucks. I'm assuming it's because we immediately went rapid succession from one live stream to another, so maybe I know YouTube wasn't expecting it. We caught it off guard. Nobody ever expects the Spanish Inquisition. And, uh, of course, uh, Coastal Real Estate says Bama by a billion. A billion and a half. billion and a half. Yeah, I'd lay lay the bill. All right. So, uh, we've got uh, another new team to the top 25. Scott, UTSA, the Roadrunners. They're minus. I was was hoping you would say that this time. I, I, I didn't want to disappoint you again, buddy. Minus six, they're headed to uh, La Tech to take on the Bulldoggies. 59 and a half is the total there. We've been, uh, a UTSA feels like one of those like secret teams that I've kind of uh, uh, been been writing pretty well for my for my premium subscribers. And we've been, uh, we've been catching a lot of value on the Roadrunners, but they're finally starting to catch up. I, I didn't want to see them in the top 25, but there they are. So now the world's finding out, Scott, but I still don't think they've got that number right. I've still got the roadies right here at minus minus the six points uh, over over Law Tech that just uh, hasn't been seemed like they've been hitting on all cylinders this season. For this one, I'm actually kind of torn. I'm going to take the points uh, with plus seven here. I do acknowledge that that UTSA is definitely the better team, but you're looking at Louisiana Tech. They had a complete no show against UTEP, which I know is bad. But UTEP, for some reason, 5-1, and one, so that team might actually be decent. But I do think it was a look-ahead spot, terrible sandwich game. You had NC State on the road, UTEP, then a home game against UTSA. So I do think that's not a good spot. But you're looking at the losses here. Lost to Mississippi State by 1. Lost to SMU by 2. Lost to NC State by 7. They've been close against pretty good competition. I actually think that Kendall's a decent quarterback for this conference. It'll be close, but I actually think La Tech will keep it close. I'll take a lot of tech plus the points. Am I going to bet it? Absolutely not. But I don't, I don't exactly feel great laying seven on the road with a UTSA team that's ranked for the first time ever. Have they ever been ranked before? I don't think so. So I do kind of wonder if they will be a little bit, I don't want to say hungover because they're underage, but I think you know what I mean. A little right. full of themselves. Okay. Yeah, good enough. A little, a little uh, yeah, a little, a little, first rank hangover all right fair yeah. enough i got you. i've got you down for law tech i'm i'm going i'm going the other way here i just i don't know that i'm taking a little bit of a bold stance but i do think it's not a bad spot to catch seven here it's not bad i just i don't know how law tech is going to find any success running the football at all against this i league. think kendall's actually decent so we'll see 
Well, we'll see how he is when they know he has to pass. That's that's always the question. I'm I'm I think it's I think they're gonna have to throw the ball around the yard. I'm I'm taking the over 59 and a half. What do you got? I'm looking at the under. Okay. Uh, I think that UTSA, of course, wants to run the ball. La Tech, I know that I just said they can throw, but you're looking at how this team really scores. They aren't really afraid to build up slow, methodical drives. And Kendall, I just praised a second ago, does have eight interceptions. So I do think you might see a couple turnovers there. But UTSA, solid defense. I think they're going to run the ball, try to keep the clock running. I'm going to look at the under. I think you'll see a grinded out game. All right. Well, I just, yeah, like I said, I just, I, I think they'd like to do it that way. I just don't think they're going to be able to, I don't think they're going to be able to run the football. So, okay. Um, so now, Scott, we take a look at the next ranked team. And of course, it's uh, Clemson as they play Pitt. No, wait. Not Clemson that's ranked. What the hell, Scott? It's Is also it... not Clemson that's favored, but that's a separate story. That's right. They are not favored and they are not ranked. It is the Pitt Panthers that will be hosting the Tigers, number 23-ranked Pitt, three-point favorite, and the number here is 48. My God, remember, Scott, when Clemson used to put up 48 all by themselves? At halftime? At halftime? Very good. So is, is, is the is the metamorphosis complete? Has the student become the teacher here, my friend? Does Pitt continue their winning ways? I'm going to take them. I don't know how I'm not supposed to. Pickett's been great. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in all college football this season. But you're looking at what Pitt's issue might be. Occasionally, the defense underperforms, which is fine because Clemson, 100% of the time, doesn't show up offensively. So I think that Pitt will be able to move the ball more easily than Clemson. This Pitt defense is still good. It just occasionally has a little bit of a letdown, like against Western Michigan, for example. But Clemson can't move the ball. I got to take Pitt. You know Pitt, after getting their ass kicked by Clemson for the last, I don't even know, decade? Mm -hmm. Minimum five years. They're pumped up for this one. It's time to get some revenge. I think Pitt rolls. Is this this a correlated parlay situation? Can Clemson win an over game? I think it's going to be tough. I would say no. I think if you want Clemson, take the under. But if you want Pitt, I think they could win with the under or the over because it really depends on just how anemic Clemson's offense looks. Yeah, that that Clemson offense is, is they've got some really frightful Bad. numbers. You know, when you're when you're putting up 17 against Syracuse, you're putting up 14 against Georgia Tech, those are just and, and that was they needed what a last minute touchdown to win that one, right? I'm assuming that Pitt will probably score 27. Is that a pretty conservative guess on Pitt on Pitt because the offense has looked very sharp this season? Well, it has to. They they're they're top three in the in the nation in scoring. They're they're averaging forty eight point three points per game. Scott. Now Clemson's so, defense is good, so for that reason, one of the best in the middle, the best in the country, top yeah. top three in the country. So I'll call it twenty seven. We'll just say even twenty four. Okay. Are we sure Clemson scores more than seventeen points? Nope. But I'm not penciling them in for twenty. Not one bit. They've they've scored less against worse defenses than this Pitt defense. I've got. I've I'll take got Pitt I, minus the points. I've got Pittsburgh here. I'll take a I'll take a little bold spot. I'll take I'll play the over. And I, I know that's uh I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with you. Oh yeah, okay. All right. I was I was I just it's really fighting the trend with Clemson. I think they've uh they've got at least five straight where they finished under. Um, but I just I got a feeling, Scott. I think I think Pitt may run it up a little bit there on, on Clemson. I think they do okay. I think they might. I do think Clemson will score a couple touchdowns. I don't think they're going to be completely lost. 
But I do think, as you said, Pittsburgh's going to throw the ball around the parking lot. They'll try to score quickly. They're a big play offense. I do think they could end up scoring 31 to 34 here. So I don't mind the over. All right. Uh, Browns backer, the the, the spread right now is minus three for Pitt. Go ahead. Yeah. And I like the spread there. Yeah, me too. Uh, San Diego State heading to Colorado Springs, buddy, to take on the U.S. Air Force. Nothing can stomp the U.S. Air Force, by the way. It's one of your your spots, bud, right here. Air Force, three-point home favorites against San Diego State. Elaborate on what you mean. It's one of my spots. Well, you have identified that you like to play a situational spot when the home team is unranked and favored over a ranked team yep is that fair yes that's not even fair that's just exactly right that's exactly what we that's exactly what we have here as san diego state is the team that's ranked ranked number 22 in the country air force is unranked and they are the three-point favorites you know air force had just a one kind of weird letdown spot against utah state but other than that they've been really good scott san diego state they're kind of hit and miss. They 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 played with their food against San Jose State last week. I like this Air Force team. I like them at home. Um, I'll take Air Force minus the three. Yep. You know where I'm going with this one. Uh, I like yeah. Air Force too. I can't look past San Diego State's just terrible quarterback play. Right. Air Force. We know that even though San Diego State has a good defense, there's there's a difference between stopping the run and stopping the triple option. And Air Force is just such a phenomenal rushing attack there. Solid quarterbacks, solid running backs. The defense can be occasionally off, which is fine, because San Diego State's quarterbacks are terrible, no matter which one they use. Yeah. So they give the ball to Bell about 25 times a game. He's a great running back. They can't throw. And when you score six points in regulation against San Jose State, I question your offense against Air Force. I think Air Force is going to score – 24 points in this game and i think that's enough i was really thinking hard about the over but i'm just going to take the under i'm going to go with the under but i think it's going to be very very close i see this game being 24 14 yeah well when it's when it's 39 there's a good chance it ain't it ain't going to be a rocking chair 24 14 24 (laughs) 13 something like that all right, number one, number 21, SMU took care of business 55-26 last night against uh, Tulane. Uh, Baylor, number 20, is off. 19, Auburn, off. Number 18, North Carolina State, three-and-a-half-point road favorites over the Miami of, of Florida. Hurricanes, a 53 is the total there. Scott, I know you've been on this Wolfpack team for a minute. What do you think of them in this spot? Well, that's the annoying part is that I love this NC State team. But the one time I actually backed them for a play of the day, they lost to Mississippi State in the one game they didn't show up. But I got the win total on them at eight and a half. They look really, really good. Uh, they're ranked now, as I said they would be. And Miami stinks. I don't really know what, what more you want to add. Now, Van Dyke has gotten better over the last couple of weeks. They did move the ball against North Carolina. That defense stinks. That's the thing that I always question with coaches. It's kind of like what we talked about uh, in the past, but I'll mention it with Denver in the NFL. If Fangio is a defensive coach, and if Manny Diaz is a defensive coach, and the defenses stink, then why is he the head coach? Doesn't the buck stop somewhere around here? I, it's like you can criticize the offense, but Dyke, Van Dyke's moved the ball decently the last couple of weeks, but 
if Manny Diaz prides himself on being a defensive background guy and you're giving up 30 plus points per game and you're losing four of your first six games, then why are you still there? Am I missing yeah, something? When you put, no, you, you, you're right. You, and they put up, they put up 42 on North Carolina they still didn't get the, and didn't get the win. That's you, you got You got to win. You, when you put up six touchdowns, you got to win the game. That's, that's pretty much the way that works. But by and the yeah, way, they, underrated performance last week. NC State went into Boston College and won by 26. Blew them out. Blew them That's out. a very was, nice win. I was just re-watching that game yesterday, as a matter of fact. Domination. Yeah, they, they've given up 113 points in their last three FBS games. That That is not good. My You're friend. talking about Miami, by the way. Talking about Miami. What is that? comes out to about uh, 38, 37.7. Yeah. That's... NC State's usually giving up less than 17. Yeah, well, they've uh, they surrendered seven to Boston College. The weird little glitch where they give up twenty seven to La Tech. We talked about that earlier, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, pretty good defense there. I, I've done well fading this Miami team. I don't know but, how you're supposed to back Miami as long as Manny Diaz is still there. Can't do it. Can't do it against any kind of a competent offense. With North Carolina State, definitely has. I've got NC State in that spot, and I'll go ahead and play the over as well. I'm taking the over as well. I'm looking at just the situation where Miami. Should probably give up 35 here based on how they've played over the last couple of weeks. Yep. Leary's been great this season, and they got multiple running backs who are capable of gashing this team on the ground. North Carolina ran the ball at will against this team last week. I think you'll see the same thing. And Van Dyke has started to move the ball. I like the over two. All right, very good. Uh, next play on the board is going to be South Carolina. By the uh, way, a thing for T-Train, I know you said that Pitt minus three and a half is your favorite play. Shop around, you might still find a three. Okay. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. But oh, anyway. no, 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 no worries. Uh, this is a home game for the Aggies down there in College Station. They are ranked 17th. They are 19 and a half point favorite over the Cacs and 45 and a half. See, another, another game with a huge spread and a low total, Scott. Uh, it seems to be more and more common every week. This is a letdown spot for Texas A&M after that tough game against Mizzou. After a tough game against Mizzou that you went to and almost oh, left after the first quarter. I had the I, I had the doubleheader of terrible football last week. By the way, for those of you guys that don't know, I went I went and saw Mizzou play the eleven o'clock Central game, and uh, then we left and drove to Manhattan. Got there right as the game started and watched the K State uh, play a terrible game. So it was nice. it was. Good times. Good times. We were there for Farmageddon, Scott. You know, that's what they call K-State, Iowa State. Actually, I've never heard that before in my life. Farmageddon in it. Yeah, Farmageddon. Yeah. I saw them live in concert. Oh, K-State? Oh, they're good. Uh, Def Leppard. Huh? Huh? Who? Texas A&M, minus 19 and the hook. I'm laying it. You got to. I, just... I don't know how I'm not supposed to. South Carolina struggled against Vandy, but you got to talk about the quarterback situation because they ended up coming from behind. They had a former grad assistant come in and he led the team for the game winning touchdown drive. But there's a reason why he was a grad assistant and that he wasn't the starting quarterback to start the year. So they're using a backup quarterback against an A&M team that was preseason top six. I don't remember mm-hmm. if they were preseason top five or not. The talent on A&M is there. The issue was the quarterback play for a couple of weeks. But Calzada's been good. This team's been really good. And at College Station, they're going to be really, really excited. So I'm going to go with A&M. God, they could win by route here. I agree. I, I totally agree. I'm going to play the under just because I don't know how much offense South Carolina is going to generate. 
be able to generate. Isn't this wasn't that the plot from Hoosiers? Where the, the, where the 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 like the team manager has to go in at the last minute and save the day. Wasn't that the deal? In uh, it was one kid who never played, and he made one of the free throws underhand. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody shot underhand in those days. They're gonna run the picket fence. Uh, I'm I kind of have to agree with you on the under because A and M offensively has been better, but. I still think that the South Carolina defense isn't atrocious. The offense isn't very good, but I'll look at the under. I think this A&M defense looked really good against Missouri. They really just shut the door. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see that happening with South Carolina. South Carolina mm-hmm. might score 10 points. Mizzou, hell of a lot, lot better defense or offense than South Carolina, by the yeah. way. I'm going Browns with the Macri- as well. I, you're right. I know Reichel didn't see him in the 80s, but I did. I actually saw him with Ted Nugent and golden earring in fact that might have even been in the 70s no, did you catch did did you catch the uh cat scratch fever uh oh we had a bad case of the cat scratch fever. oh you did okay double Nuge. live double live gonzo is a great album mm-hmm. no, no matter what you think about ted well regular one's fine but it's double so you double, have to like double it, right? live buddy yeah double live gonzo absolutely fernando uh fernando and saints uh and seen us a&m first half don't hate that That's- i don't hate that either yeah, that's absolutely good. Hey, T Train, is your is your place open this week? He's got he's got a he's got a uh, got a little seafood shack on the on the shore up there in Connecticut. Oh, I, I don't know what the season is. Uh, T Train does. He lobster rolls, dude. Oh, you don't the UConn game, the Holy Cross game. We'll have a good time. Yeah, that's a, oh yeah, it was a, it was a great concert, Browns Becker. All right, so uh, yeah, good time. So we, you and I both have A and M there. We both got the under, right? Yep. Not worried. You're not worried about trying to thread the needle there a little bit. Covering twenty, uh, maybe a little, but yeah. you got to pick a side occasionally. Man's got to again. Man's got to make a stand. Okay, Wake Forest minus three. A lot of people talking about this game. Scott minus three. They're number sixteen ranked as they uh, travel to uh, West Point to take on uh, Army training. Fifty-two and a half is the number there. Uh, I guess the the words out on the Army overs. That was that was a good time too while it lasted. Wake Forest, one of the more surprising teams, my friend. Well, they're undefeated still, so yeah. Would you call that? Would you call that surprising up to this point? I think it is. You look at the schedule, though; they really haven't played anybody. That's the thing. Um, I mean, they beat Louisville, and Louisville, I really can't figure out, but that team's decent, I guess. Sure. I like Syracuse in the last game, and it went to overtime against Wake Forest. They probably should have won the game, but they covered. So Syracuse gave them a run. Uh, Louisville gave them a run, but. That's probably their most impressive win, besides maybe at Virginia. They've played nobody. Yeah, and they they and they haven't played a running attack like like Army, and they've been okay. They're giving up four point four yards per carry. That's decent. They do have a bye week though, leading into this game, which does help. Does it? I think it does. At least if you're giving up 173 rushing yards per game, mm-hmm. at least you have an extra week to pretend to come up with something to stop this offense. Is it going to help? Probably not. But at least you have an extra time to fully reset, get an extra week to install the defensive game plan for the triple option. You know, if I was a, if I was a big time school like that in a Power Five conference, and I knew I was going to have to play Army if I had them on my schedule for the next three years or whatever, I think I'd recruit a triple option quarterback just to have on the scout squad. From just ran nothing but the triple option in high school. Because there's no way to simulate it if you don't have somebody that's used to running the triple option. You can't, we've talked about this before, you can't simulate the precision 
and the speed of that army offense with your players. See, that's one stance. My stance is if I'm the coach of a power five team, I'm never scheduling a triple option opponent. Well, that's fair enough. That's my other stance. Why do you, why do you hate the troops, Scott? Uh, I don't hate the troops. I'm afraid the troops would kick my ass. <laughs> um, you gonna you gonna are you are you falling for it here? You gonna take army plus the three? I'm taking army at home. Okay. Uh, I know I just mentioned the one stance about Wake Forest having an extra week of prep. I don't really care. I think yeah. that army is a solid football team. They I don't want to say gave Wisconsin a run for their money because they scored a touchdown with like a minute to go that made the game closer than it appeared. But Army is a team that I do love the triple option. I have a weakness for betting on teams with the triple option, as Mm -hmm. we talked about with Air Force earlier. But you're looking at the situation with Army, and you got to talk about the quarterback. Because Anderson, who who was pretty much the catalyst of this team for the first couple of weeks, missed a couple of games. He's back. And, and they're significantly better with him behind center. I yeah. think Anderson being back at quarterbacks, a huge boost for Army. I'm taking the, I'm taking the troops. I'm taking the Black Knights on the money line. You? I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take Wake Forest, and I'm probably going to be mad at myself because Army's been very good to me this season. They're and good to everybody most years if you bet on them. We, we rode them last week. They were good against Wisconsin. We like that play. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to leave them staying at the altar, Scott. I'm, che- I'm cheating on the Army. I think Wake Forest will have enough to uh, to be able to get it done. I've, I think Army's going to be able to have some success. Wake may have to get it done late for that reason. I'm taking the over 52.5 as well. But we saw Army's pass defense against Western Kentucky. I know Zappi's a lunatic, but it was not very good. No. Wake Forest does have weapons on the outside, which should end up leading to some big plays. But I'm expecting Army to just dominate the time of possession like they always do. Okay. Is that fair? So you got the under then? I have to. I, I think Army's going to run the ball and succeed. But if they're going to end up having the ball for 35 minutes, give or take, which is really not that far-fetched, I got to mm-hmm. assume it's going to be lower scoring. So I'm going to go with the under. If you want a score prediction, I'll go 26-23. All right. Very good. Uh, Fernando Encinas likes the Wake Forest team total over. I like that as well. Um, based on my actual uh total there and whatever i don't but you know i could be wrong all right fair enough uh wayne goes to tango <laughs> wayne goes to tango um so t-train shack is closed for the season so okay so we'll keep that back, in mind come back in may cool have lobster rolls and shit um all right so yeah and brown's backers bitching about the the bye weeks that's Man, if you had a fantasy football team, you, you probably had to make some adjustments this week. That's, I got Dak on by, which is a fun time. Outstanding. Uh, number 15, Kentucky's got their off. Coastal Carolina, they played and... Uh, Loser. Uh, spoiler alert, not going to be ranked 14th next week. I don't know uh, if they're going to be ranked. I'm hoping they are. I'm assuming they'll be mid-20s. Yeah. Uh, they fell 27-30 to App State. So that leaves us to USC bum, 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 as they travel to South Bend to take on Touchdown Jesus and the rest of the Golden Domers, the number 13 ranked Notre Dame. Fight Irish are six and a half point favorites. 58 and a half is the number. Uh, I hate both these teams. Oh, God, I hate them so much. I hate them so much. Um, what's the situation with the quarterback, Scott? Can you remind everybody here for USC? Uh, for USC? Uh, Well, they've had to rotate a couple of times. 
Dart has been kind of in and out with some injury stuff. Darting it's in and out. It's not pretty. No. Is Slovis, is Slovis going to play? Is Dart going to play? Who's going to play here? Does it matter? It does. I'm asking. I don't really think any of them are that good. Okay. You like Notre the, Dame you... has gotten the same situation where it seems like they're rotating between seven quarterbacks too. Dart is upgraded to questionable. So if okay. you're upgraded to questionable, that means you got a bit of a problem on your hands. But I'm assuming Buke. Uh, I'm assuming Buckner is going to start for Notre Dame. Maybe. I don't sure. know. Sure. Uh, yeah. I hate both these damn teams. Can I pass? <laughs> pass or play, Alex? Uh, uh, pass? No. Nope. Uh, nope. oh, Make boy. the picks. Take a stand. Put yourself ta- out there. I'll take the points. If, okay. if, if when in doubt, you don't know which side to take, take the points. Go go bet table tennis. I'm not I'm not laying uh with Notre Dame here. USC in the under. See how easy it is to say it? I agree with you, so you sure. Uh, you're in trouble now. All right. So we're about halfway through. Anybody anybody got any games that uh anybody have any games out there they'd uh want uh, the two experts here to uh, to weigh in on? Anybody well I saw Brown's backer was asking about TCU taking on Take Me Home Country Road. Uh you have any thoughts on TCU West Virginia? Because I'm looking at TCU. West Virginia, I don't think is very good. I know TCU defensively has been a mess. They also got shelled against uh, defensively against SMU and Oklahoma with Caleb mm-hmm. Williams. Too I'll good. allow it because both those offenses are really, really good. North, uh, you're looking at just the situation with West Virginia. They're night and day, home and road. Yep. I'll take TCU. You? Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, it's weird to me that this Gary Patterson defense hasn't been better. Because that's usually what TCU kind of kind of hangs their hat on, but you know, like you said, they can get they get a pass for Oklahoma. Um, I think SMU they, gets them a pass too, and they get a pass they get a pass for SMU. But you know, giving up thirty two to Cal, giving up thirty one to Texas Tech, not ideal. Although the Texas Tech a lot of garbage time there. I've got to play the home team here. I just I just don't like this. I'm, I'm with you. I don't like this West Virginia team on the highway. Well, they're zero uh, three in conference play. They got Doge at quarterback. Doge. Who I don't think is very good. Got your Doge Either Doge or Doge. I heard the name of the coin after him. But you got you got Duggan at quarterback for TCU. 15 touchdowns, two picks. Okay, I'm with you. Or sorry, 13 touchdowns, two picks. But the point is, he's a better quarterback. They have yep. a better offense. I just think TCU wins that game. Brownsbackers in Southern West Virginia. Uh, I like I like West Virginia. Morgantown's a beautiful town, by the way. I heard it's almost heaven. It is. That's a, it's, it's almost beer o'clock. Beer thirty. So yeah. that's a trick oh, question. It's always beer o'clock. It's, it's almost four thirty. Yeah, that's on Friday. That's a hell of a lot of restraint. It's midnight somewhere. BC, BC Louisville, bud. Two freaky ass teams that uh, um, that are, are kind of hard to get a handle on. Just when you think you have a handle, especially on that Louisville team. Uh, Louisville's four and a half point home favorite there. Um, you see four and a half. I see six and a half. I'm looking at four and a half off offshore right now as we speak, sir. Okay. I maybe my grid is drunk, but let me check what I can get on DraftKings. You six and a half everywhere? Let me see what I got. No, but I'm t- I said my grid has been kind of a little been a little bit sketchy lately, oh, so I'm not I'm sure how dump, accurate it actually is. Time to dump the grid. I'm gonna uh, find a new uh, grid. Uh I've got the grid. I've got five I got five, five and a half. I do have, like I said, Westgate has four and a half. It is a four and a half offshore, so whatever. Okay. <clears throat> Malik Cunningham. I'm taking he, the points. He tortures us to this day. You're gonna you're gonna take BC. Yeah, I'm taking the points. You're not worried about that BC game last week against North Carolina State. Uh, I think North Carolina State's very good. 
So okay. I can't say that I'm thrilled they got killed by 26 at home. Right. But Louisville is a team that even when they win, they they are just such a sweat week in, week out when it comes to point spreads. It is just never easy with that team. So you're so you're too lazy to bet it? You just want to sweat? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that Louisville games seem to be very, very close week in, week out. So I'm not picking them to win by margin. That's my point. Okay. Do you want to lay five and out with a team that seems to always be in one possession games in the final minute? No. Because I don't. don't. But, you know, Louisville's been very good. Uh, nice game against USC, UFC. Nice game against Virginia. Uh, probably should have had should have had the win there. I can't get past this uh, this BC performance last week against North Carolina State. I'm not sure that I'm not sure North Carolina State is that much better than Louisville. I'm uh, I can't get over that choke job against Virginia in Louisville's last game. Now that's true too. That's they gave that one away. Yeesh. All right. Yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna give you no help at all, uh, T Train. Unless you like one of us better. I was than gonna you. say I see T Train asking about Boston College on the money line. I don't hate it because I think it's going to be a one possession game. So if you think that it's going to be within six points in the final minute and maybe you have a shot to win the game, I don't hate it because Louisville's a team. I don't know if they play for their food. They're just poorly coached. Maybe both. But Boston College, I do think, can force some turnovers and make the game interesting. I'll take I'll take Louisville minus the points and Boston College on the money line. See if I can polish middle myself. That's what I did for the App State game in the middle of the week, and that actually worked out pretty well for me. But I don't mind the Boston College money line if you are looking for a money line parlay type of situation. But, uh, you know, Army money line by itself might be a little bit lonely, so you might want to throw in something else with it. But I'm looking at the over in this one, actually. Yep. Just I, because I, I can't take an under with Louisville. I can't do it. I would agree with that. All right, bud. Um, Ole Miss. Laying nine at home there in uh, Oxford. LSU 76 is the number, Scott. What do you got? Well, I can't take the over because I don't know who's the quarterback for Ole Miss. And I can't take Ole Miss because I don't know who the quarterback is for Ole Miss. So as of right now, since we're recording this Friday afternoon, yep. I'm taking LSU money line. Yep. Because Man, I don't know LSU, how I'm not LSU, supposed to. LSU money line? Yeah. I don't know how I'm not supposed to because <laughs> you're looking at a, a – what, what do you guess that? Three fifty or so, give or take. I know it was plus nine on the spread about yesterday. Yeah, and the more and more you've heard less and less about Corral, the more the line has moved. Ain't so plain. now you see LSU at around plus two sixty. But we would agree that even though Kiffin's an offensive genius, Corral is the entire team. And if you want to throw in some inexperienced backup quarterback, I don't against an LSU offense that found a running game last week, which they didn't have, and Max Johnson's yeah, pretty decent at quarterback. Where did that come from? I'm taking LSU money line Now, of course, if Corral plays, you're probably screwed. But if he does not play, this line might drop even more from seven to or seven and a half to maybe even three. I so I'm looking at the under, and I'm looking at LSU spread and money line. You? I did, I did these yesterday. What's it, What's that one down to? Uh, I see seven and a half uh, under or the over. I see seventy-seven on DraftKings. Yeah, so I'll take the that. under there. I and said this you, last night, I don't, I don't think that nine's available anywhere. So no, I'm, nine's not available at all. It's now down to seven and a half. I'm taking I'm taking LSU in the points. Just I don't. I don't, think I don't know how you can lay with Ole Miss until you know about the injury report. Corral's not playing. He ain't playing. I don't think he's going to. No. 
I got under 76 too. Do you think there's value on an LSU money line ticket if you have to fade a backup quarterback instead of arguably the front runner to win the Heisman? Yes, I do. I think there is, so I'll go with LSU. Okay, very good. Under? Uh, Yeah, I can't take the over with one team if I think the quarterback's going to stink. Nope. Iowa, number 11. They're off. Congratulations, you didn't lose this week. Oregon, traveling to Westwood, take on the Bears. Uh, They are ranked number 10, UCLA. Uh, they still one point favorite. That's what I had him at, Scott. Uh, yes, I believe they yes, are still one still point favorite. favorite. Okay, so we've got another case here. Unranked UCLA favorite over ranked Oregon. Ranked number ten, by the way. You don't see number ten being a dog to an unranked team very often, Scott. Why do you think I'm taking it? I'm taking it. I'm taking UCLA. Are you I'm taking yeah. UCLA there? I don't think Oregon's very good. Now I know Thibodeau played in the second half against Cal. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely nuts. He looked like Lawrence Taylor out there. It was stupid. Yep. I believe he pressured the opposing quarterback in about 60% of his snaps, <laughs> I think. Like, it was it was something way, abnormal. It was really insane. But I am not a big Anthony Brown guy. I question this team's focus level at times under Crystal Ball. And I don't think it's a Chip Kelly revenge game or anything like that. But do you think the players might want to – I don't want to reach into a makeshift bullshit argument, but can you make a case for the players being a little bit motivated for the coach to beat his former school? How many times has he played them? I have no idea. I mean, it's not It's not their first game. I'm assuming not. So I, I'm just curious because I'm sure some people talking heads are going to be saying, Chip Kelly revenge game. I'm like, hasn't he had about four of those already? Yeah, no. When, when did Chip Kelly leave? Like 10 years ago, 12 years ago? No, he uh, actually could have been because he went to the NFL. So it was yeah, probably like eight years ago, Okay, maybe. Yeah, no. I'm no, taking no. UCLA, though. I've mentioned the trends that it has gone pretty well taking the unranked team here. I'll take the mm-hmm. Bruins. All right, very good. Yeah, yep. this is, uh, you know what? I'm going to go the I'm, I'm going to go the other way, Scott. I'm just and it's really just based on the fact that I think Oregon. They haven't shown they haven't shown much, especially in the, in the last couple of weeks. As they, I did. just watched the Cal game and I saw I absolutely nothing. Yeah, we had Cal Bears there. They did they did well for us. Stanford did well the week before. Um, uh, but I've I I think there's a, a, a talented team. I think they're a prideful team. I think Crystal Ball has them ready to go. I think this UCLA team has been hard to get a handle on all year long. They've made hay against terrible teams. And they haven't done well against decent teams, losing to Fresno State, losing to Arizona State. I think Oregon State's a good team. I think they take care of business. I'll take I'll take the the one point. How about that? Okay. As far as the total goes, I'm going to I've I've got to play I've got to play the over here. I agree. U, UCLA with uh, Chip Kelly wants to go up tempo. Yep. Uh, they're going to try to run the ball. I think they'll have some success. Oregon offensively, I do think will move the ball against this defense. So I am looking at the over. T train hates Oregon worst quarterback in top twenty five. I yeah, I don't that's that's hard to argue with. I'd have to go through the teams one by one. But yeah. By the way, one one uh comment I see down below, uh T train, the Astros play today, the Braves play tomorrow. No. Oh. How about Kansas State? Oh god. Oh, let's see. Kansas State traveling to take on Texas Tech, if I'm if I'm correct. Well, I guess the good news for for K State fans is Skylar Thompson's going to play. Texas Tech has been a terrible team. I, I think this is a Kansas State team. If they want to make any kind of a, a sniff of getting to the postseason, obviously this is a, a must win team. As well, Thompson team. being back is huge. Three and three on the season. Well, 
the thing is, Scott, he was if he plays, he was, he was back last week and didn't help much at all. Through through for two through for two hundred six yards, little little rusty. I think he'll bounce back against Texas Tech's. I can't even call it a defense, but you yeah, know see, what I mean. Yeah, see, that's the problem. The, the Iowa State defense is still pretty good. Yeah, and they they gave K State all they wanted. But you got to remember, this is a Tech team that gave up fifty two to TCU. Um, do can we bring it up? Can we say they gave up seventy to Texas? Give or take, yeah. No, no, not even give or take. It was man. seventy. It could have been ninety if they didn't pull the starters. But seventy yeah. thirty five. It's like a Presbyterian game. Actually, it was a Presbyterian game That's last what week. The score was last week. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lean K State. I'll, I'll try to take off my purple tinted glasses here, but this Texas Tech team, it just isn't very good. Uh, at the end of the day, K State can still run the football, and like I said, having Skylar Thompson back just to facilitate that offense, if nothing else, I think is going to be more than enough to take them over the top there. So I'll take. Uh, I got Texas. I got uh, K State. Pick them. I agree. Uh, I'm looking at Kansas State because this is just one of those games where you have the up tempo offense that likes to throw the bar on the parking lot against the physical football team that'll run the ball down your throat. And usually the physical football team wins the game because Texas Tech is allowing 161.9 rushing yards per game. Deuce Vaughn's going to go for a bunch of yards, Thompson will go for yards too. I think Texas Tech's not going to get many stops on the ground. Give me Kansas State in a close game. Great. Number nine, Michigan State. They got the week off. Number eight, Oklahoma State traveled to Iowa State, Scott. Probably the most fascinating spread on the board. For I'm the not going to lie. I, I got to agree with you. Iowa State, the unranked Iowa State, seven-point favorites over the top ten Oklahoma State. 47.5 is the number. Scott, you're going to be tested here. And playing your strategy i'm torn because i we talked about oklahoma's schedule coming up on one of the uh winners of winners radio episodes from like a week and a half ago mm-hmm. and i said straight up iowa state will be ranked when they end up facing off against each other so i think iowa state's going to win the game but i have to cave i'm taking the seven i i, I can't lay seven here i i just can't iowa state i know that they've looked a lot better for the last couple of games, but they've played a bunch of nobodies. You look at who they've actually played. They beat Kansas state. They beat Kansas. They beat UNLV and they beat Northern Iowa. Do you want Mm -hmm. a cookie or something for that? Like, I don't really, I can't read into your team that much. You lost to Iowa. You lost to Baylor. And those are two teams that were either a ranked or B uh, now now ranked if they weren't ranked during that matchup. But I'm going to take the points because Oklahoma State defensively has been really good. And I think that Purdy isn't that great of a quarterback. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a grinded-out affair. But unless Brees Hall goes nuts, which he might, I think Oklahoma State keeps it close. So I think Iowa State wins by four. Yeah, you, quick reminder, this is this is a, a an Oklahoma State defense gave up 24 to Texas, 14 to Baylor, and 20 to K-State and Boise State. That's, that's a great that's, unit. That's a great unit right there. I think Iowa State, this this offense for Iowa State, uh, it's dreadful. At it's, times. Because Hall, when he gets going, it's really good. But Purdy, if the ground game's not going, yeah. I am not a fan of Brock Purdy at all. I really liked Purdy as a dark horse Heisman candidate this year. At least, you know, top top five, top eight kind of guy. I didn't know that he'd win it, but I thought he would have a much better season. But, you know, this Oklahoma State team, you talk about being able to run on them. 
I don't know that that's going to happen. They've absolutely yeah. stoned Boise State, K-State, Baylor. None of those teams will run for shit against them. Um, Texas ran for 138, and they ended 4.2 yards. Most of that was in the first half, though. Right, and they may have the best running back in the nation. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything Iowa State has that scares I'm Give me the give me the seven points right there. How right? good is that guy, by the way? Bijan Mustard? Yeah, pretty pretty good. Pretty Hell good. of a player. Uh, I wish I wish we were living in uh, a, a reasonable time period. He'd have a shot at the Heisman. He better actually have some type of uh, sponsorship deal in the NFL where he partners up with like Mahomes at the ketchup thing. Right. Bijan Robinson needs some type of mustard deal. He needs I would it. I would put Bijan mustard on about anything. Any I, I and I love Pat Mahomes, but man, if you put if you put ketchup on a steak, you are about the most uncultured son of a bitch that could ever walk the face of the earth. So I'm, you're saying that you're the kind of person who relishes the opportunity to use mustard. Yep. Oh yeah. Thank you very much. Very yeah, very, cool. very nice, buddy. All right, coming down the home stretch here, Scott. Um, we've got Penn State hosting Illinois. Oh, what are we doing? The total there, Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Under. Yeah, I be. said it'll be low scoring. I think it's going to be a grinded out hideous football game. Yep, got to be, got to be. Uh, I see twenty four seven something like that. Uh, Oklahoma State, by the way, <clears throat> I think yeah. great great money line opportunity for the Cowboys. That I don't agree with. I don't my think they're going to win the game. But... Play. Oh, yeah, they're going to roll. Really? That's your favorite money roll. line play roll. on the card? Roll. For, for that really? Kind of okay. No, for, that, for, I th- you're a little bit more into them than I am. Oh, yeah. But I think they'll cover. I think Iowa State wins. That defense That defense is the shit. Iowa State has nothing on offense. Nothing. We'll nothing. see. Okay. Penn State, 23 and a half over Illinois. 45 and a half is the number. Yeah. Let me, let me lay 23 and a half and take an under 45 and a half. I dare you. I dare you. Illinois couldn't cover against Wisconsin. They could have played for 12 quarters. They wouldn't have scored any points. I'm taking Penn State. Take the under? You're going to do it? I can't take the over. Illinois might not score. Like, this team offensively is terrible. No, of course I'm taking the under. Okay. They're rotating quarterbacks, Peters, not Peters. Who cares? This team can't move the ball. I don't think Peters is. I don't think Peters is going to go either. No, but I'm saying if he does or if he doesn't, does it even matter? Probably not. I cannot. Look, I, I cannot lay 23 and a half points. Take under 45 and a half. Just can't Zikowski do it. Kowski peaked in week zero. Okay. All right. I I actually am going to lay it. I think Penn State wins like 31 to three. Okay, I got you. Michigan 23 and a half point favorites over Northwestern. Northwestern sucks. 51 is the number there. Now oh, there, yeah. my friend, I will I will I will lay the wood and play the under. If there's enough meat on the bone for me to do that. Um, Northwestern's awful. Illinois is a better team than Northwestern. Hot take, sorry. It's a really bad look head spot for Michigan, though. I know. They're off the bye. They play Northwestern and then at Michigan State next week. I'm actually gonna take Northwestern. Just because of the look-ahead spot. I think Michigan wins. I think they'll win by 20. But I do think Northwestern will hang around because Michigan's already looking at the undefeated matchup against Michigan State. Oh, I got the legal weed up in New York, I see, huh? Okay. No. No, just no. But I'll give you Northwestern. I I think it'll be closer than people think. Now, of course, I'm not picking Northwestern to win because that team isn't very good. But I can't underestimate how big of a rivalry game that is. I do think Michigan's already looking ahead a little bit. Over or under? I'll take the under. Okay. All right. On that, we agree. Very good. Mm -hmm. Ohio State minus 21 
at Indiana. Who's your daddy, Scott? 58 and a half is the total number five ranked Buckeyes. Well, I see mostly 21 and a half now. Okay. But All right. I'll make that correction. 21 and the hook. When you say who's your daddy, the answer is Ohio State because they should bury this team. I don't know what to like about Indiana. Now, I picked them to pull off a, sh- a little bit of a shocking upset against Michigan State last week solely because the line was ridiculous. Michigan State covered. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. So Indiana arguably should have won the game, but that game was hideous from start to finish. They can't score. Penix is out. They're using Tuttle again. This Ohio State offense is just disgustingly great. I'm taking Ohio State. I think they'll win going away. You? Yep. I got the same. With no no Penix, no chance. Okay. I got over 58 and a half, too. I'm really torn on that because I love Ohio State's offense, but I question Indiana's. He could win 45 nothing. They could, but I will assume Ohio State's defense will give up a couple of worst-case scenario garbage-time touchdowns. They might score 50, so I'll look at the over. Okay, yeah, and uh, Fernando Encinas had a great idea. Ohio State team total over. Yeah, I'm I'm all the way behind that. Uh, Danny Daniels wants to know about our Washington-Arizona pick. We kind of feet to the fire, gun to our head, had to make a play there. My pick on that game is pick another game. Yeah. There, there are better games on the card. That's just, ugly. just don't even bother. What do we end up doing there? Uh, I lean Washington because I hate Arizona. You said yeah. I can't lay 17 with Air, with Washington. Yeah. But we both yeah. said if you're betting on this game instead of other stuff. Go to a meeting. Go to a meeting. Because there's no chance in hell or you're going to be chasing late at night because that game that has no interest at all in my mind. I'm with you. Alabama. 25-point home favorites to Tennessee. You're the only 10 I see. 66-and-a-half is the total. Bama. Roll Tide, Scott. They can afford no more mistakes, no more slip-ups before the judge. I think they put it on freaking Rocky Top right here. They kind of have to, right? We don't even know if Hooker's going to be quarterback. Nope. Nope. And that's playing the games with, you know, for – I can't believe Heupel – for all of his alleged offensive skills, doesn't know who his best quarterback is, but well, he does. But the point is, Hook. Well, he didn't to start the year. That's what I'm saying. I, even that's though I did, that's what I'm saying. I, I said straight up, Hooker's the better player by far. But now he's injured. Milton is not very good. Alabama yep. just killed Mississippi State, and we know the one loss Bama team is about to go on a rampage to the SEC title game. What they do? So they I'm do. assuming Bama might win by 35. See, this is a team. If you can stop the run, you can stop Tennessee. Bama's average given up 2.8 yards per carry. And their running game should be worse now because Hooker without, was a decent portion of Hooker. the rushing attack. Correct. Correct. So I, I don't see any way to get behind Tennessee there. I've got the uh and I'll take I'll play the under too. I don't think Tennessee gets much going. I I see 41-14 something like that. I think 67 is too high. Bama can score 49, you still might not get there. Okay, we got 67. I got I had it at 66 and a half. So I'll make that change as well. Oklahoma is laying 38 and a half as they go to KU the score. Oh. Oklahoma, 38 and a half going to Lawrence. 66 and a half is the total. Are you kidding me? KU, they get it, they get to double digits in this game. Does it matter? I'm, I told you I was all in on Caleb Williams as soon as he became the starter. And I'm still patting myself on the back for the I told you so because he is a, he actually might have a shot to win the Heisman. 
He's as not going to win the fucking Heisman. I said he has got a shot. I think he might have a shot. Stop. I think he Stop. might have a shot. If he continues to play this one, Oklahoma runs the table. I think he's got a shot. Is he going to win the award? No. I don't so think he's going to win. You should have got the you should have got the bet at the beginning of the season. Any Oklahoma quarterback. I, I think he'll be invited to New York for the ceremony. But I love I love him as a quarterback. I love this offense. The defense stinks. But Kansas sucks. I'll take stinks over sucks every time. Oklahoma might score sixty. They might score fifty. It doesn't matter. I'll take Oklahoma. You. You know it's a weird thing that. Oklahoma took care of business last year against KU, but the two seasons, yeah. two seasons before that, KU had covered the number. There's weird things that happen in this game. I have I have had this game as the last game in my parlay twice, Scott, and got screwed by KU covering the bet. So now, past performance is not indicative of future behavior. I understand. <sighs> I can't do it. I can't. I was really tempted, Scott, to take KU. I cannot do it. I'm taking Oklahoma. Shame on me because I know better, but I'm doing it, and uh, I'm going to play and play under with an Oklahoma team. Yeah, this this offense is so fucking bad. All right, yep, under sixty six and a half. I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I don't blame you. Oklahoma uh, might score sixty. Yep, that's, that's always the problem. What do you even do in garbage time? You bring in Rattler. <laughs> you bring in the uh, other guy. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Let you, the kid you, you, be, Scott. No, but that's the point. It. Is if the, I'm not even trying to be facetious. If they pull Williams after scoring 49 points, does Rattler come in and you're still scoring no. touchdowns? No, that's insulting. So Rattler's just done for the year. They bring in third string Jimmy or whatever. They bring in third string Jimmy because I believe you told me that Rattler might still have a shot at this thing, and I said he was dead to rights. He should be on the plane already. Well, we agreed what it would what that Williams need to have a good game. Yeah, I, and I said he'd have a great. I said he, he had what one of the best debuts of all time. He wasn't dead and gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I I you got think Oklahoma that. Now? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right, coming down coming down the home stretch. Uh, meetings are for quitters unless it's court ordered. Very nice. <laughs> Oklahoma first half. Don't hate that either. Yeah, I think just all kinds of Oklahoma here. Cincinnati, I don't think there's going to be any backdoor covers by KU. That team rolls over and dies. Cincinnati, 28 and a half point favorites over Navy at uh, Annapolis. Uh, midshipman fully upset here, Scott. Wrong team favorite. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. They're not pulling the upset. Can they get Malcolm Perry back? Yeah, we talked We talked about this situation before the show started. There's just no way with with uh, um, Ty. What's his, what's his name? Wait, Ty sorry, what? The quarterback for Navy, Taimana, Lamana, what? Well, uh, sorry, I'm drawing, a, I'm drawing a blank on it. Levatai? What's that? Levatai, yes, yeah, yes, Ty Levatai. If he's out, which I think, he, I, which I have a hunch he is, this is going to get ugly, bud. It should. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing worse than a service academy team playing from two touchdowns behind. I don't know how Navy is supposed to move the ball. No, no, exactly right. That's the problem. That is exactly the problem right there, bud. Have fun throwing on that secondary when you call a play-action pass down 30 that's, in the second half. This, that triple option works great as long as you're close. And the issue in Navy, which is why they struggled for the last couple of years, the offensive line, it's not very good. Nope, nope, a bit undersized. I think this do, this Cincinnati defense is going to absolutely dominate there. And we know Cincinnati, from what we saw the last couple of weeks, is on the warpath. Yeah. They're trying to kill people. Yes, they are. I've got the under there. You? 
I don't know if Navy's going to score. Uh, but Cincinnati might score 49. Uh, I really don't know. I'll go over. Okay. We've got if 20. Navy scores a touchdown, you feel great about your over. Agreed. Agreed. 28 and a half, by the way, Browns backers, what we've got on this game right now. That- uh, I actually found a 27 and a half. You got a 27 and a half? Oh. Yeah, FanDuel, I saw a 27 and a half. It was juiced, but I found 27 wow. and a half. How juiced how high? Minus 122. Okay. All right. Well, which, which is still reasonable, but, oh, you know, it, there is some right. juice attached to it. You know, your win probability is around 54 and a half or something, 54.7 you got to win. So, yeah. yeah right. It's not bad. All right. So, I've got Cincinnati minus 27 and a half as well. So, there you go, Browns backer. 27 and a half is the number. Uh, thanks, being uh, Trabajo. Uh, said live show brings a little more energy. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're working without a net. There's no there's no cuts and redos, man. And mm-hmm. and luckily we can curse. We can curse like motherfuckers. So that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. Uh, it's time. It is time to uh, reveal our three favorite picks. Here we go. Get ready for it. Get ready for our 5,000 star whale play. Fade the public sharks. One million unit lock. Of the century. That's right. All plays completely guaranteed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to be worse than last week. No. All right, Scott. Well, you get to say it. Losers walk. All right. Walk I shall. And I'm going to start off. I'm going to steal your thunder, buddy. That's what I get to do the first time right out of the gate. Had some, people, had some people asking us about the blue hose. Well, normally we don't like our hose blue. But in this case, we're going to make an exception. We're going to play the San Diego Toreros. Right here, what are they laying? Who gives a shit? They're playing Presbyterians. For the record, San Diego minus 10 is the number, right? I wasn't going to just say who gives a shit, Scott, and count that. That would be a hell of a recap for next week, though. (laughs) San Diego won. We said who gives a shit, so there it is. I don't even have to go over these numbers. Uh, If you're interested, look them up. Presbyterian, they opened up against two uh, glorified high schools, and they've been dreadful since then. They haven't been remotely well, one game they were within what eight points of beating the number but that's been it they went back to their old ways last week against a uh, davidson team that i was worried about <laughs> yeah they lose 70 to 35 as a what were they 13 and a half point 17 17 and a half point i think is where it closed mm-hmm. not even close give me laying 10 that's a bargain here here here's your money just take it yeah so my first play is san diego minus 10 uh at minus 110 you didn't mention the stats i have them Okay, San Diego good. has won three in a row, so they have been playing some good football lately. Presbyterians played against four FCS teams this season. It's been outscored 243 to 106, and it's lost three games by at least 35 points. Well, that's Once not again, good. Presbyterian, zero scholarship players. So we are assuming that when they're going to be going for it all the time on fourth down, you need, I forgot what the word is, a talent in order to actually succeed with that. They don't have much of it. I think San Diego wins by at least two touchdowns. I swear to God, every time you watch that team play, you look up, it's fourth down. Yep. And they're and they're going for it. Oh, they are going for it. The, we did see them punt in the first their first game against the FCS team against Campbell. They punted. It was about fourth and 25 from their own three. They punted last week, too. On and they, oh, did and they 10. punt last week, too? Yeah, it was fourth and 10 at their own 25. They punted. Oh, wow. Did, what, did it go about 20 yards? Uh, Might have. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I can guarantee Davidson scored on the next drive. The coach that never punts. I can see why, because all your punters suck. Mm-hmm. So, all right. My next pick is going to be 
kind of a I'm gonna I'm gonna take the point I'm gonna take the points here, Scott. I'm gonna play Colorado plus eight and a half over the California Bears. Oh, that game uh, sounds disgusting. What's that? That game sounds hideous. Oh, okay, God. Well, you don't you don't have to watch it. No, I know. I'm saying you might see one combined touchdown in that game. <laughs> All right. Well, Jesus, somebody. I don't roast your. Pick. Oh yeah. I, uh, I wasn't a roast because I think it's a good pick. I'm just saying the game itself. I'll remember to avoid watching that game at all costs. Here's my theory. Uh, Colorado plays shitty teams pretty well. They get their ass kicked by good teams. They've got their ass kicked by USC, Arizona State, Minnesota. Lost by three to A and M on a late stu- late touchdown. But they've done their. They've done what they should do. Northern Colorado and Arizona. I think that uh, they get off the schneid there a little bit. They're not having their best season, but this is a team with some talent. I not really thrilled with this Cal Bears. I just think eight and a half is too many. I think Cal wins this one by six or seven. Yeah, I think it'll be close. Low scoring game. First yep. touchdown might win. But looking at my second play, it's going to involve one of the teams we talked about in the top three. I'm taking Cincinnati minus 27 and a half at minus 122 on FanDuel. Cincinnati, numero dos in the in the country. Great team. They've won each of their first two conference games by at least 35 points. Navy, we mentioned Lavatai potentially being out with a head injury. Might be using a backup quarterback again. Navy's also 1-5. This team's just not very good. And Navy, defensively, has been an absolute mess. Navy's given up at least 30 points in each of the last three games. Cincinnati scored at least 52 in each of his last two games. Cincinnati, the spread's 27.5. If they score 28, you still might win because I'm really not sure if Navy's going to score. No, it's it's going to. We talked about that earlier. It's it's going to be ugly. I think they played I, in 2018, where Navy had a down year, kind of like this year. Cincinnati won 42 to nothing. I'm not saying it's going to be the same script, but Navy their team total is roughly nine and a half. So if you think they score 10 as basically a ceiling, I think Cincinnati could score 42. Yeah. Yeah, the only drawback of the live show is Rachel gets on hot streaks the later it gets. <laughs> I try to be hot all the time, but sometimes it depends on, you know, the actual clock. So Memon says he can't find the, the Presbyterian game. Dude, sometimes you can't get those numbers till late, late tonight or early tomorrow morning. Some of the FCS games, some of the sites won't have them until much later. So Games at 1 p.m., by the way. Yeah, the game the game is at 1 p.m. Eastern time, so yep. keep that keep that in mind. So it's gonna it's gonna be a wake and rake situation there. So far, Scott, I don't like my odds about making much hay on your on your two picks so far. Well, your odds go down because we share one pick. So I know I understand yeah. how that works. Um, my last pick is gonna be UAB over the Rice Owls, and this is kind of one of those simple picks. The Rice Owls are horrific. They are just, they are that perfect combination of a dreadful offense and a terrible defense. They score 16 points a game and give up 40. They uh, have been hard to believe, but they have still been overvalued by the market. They are just one in five against the number, which is just, that's astounding. Because usually when you have bad teams, you're like, well, they at least get the number right and start throwing them a One question, by the way, how many conference titles does UAB need to win before they stop being underrated? I don't know because there's I, underrated every year and they kill that, everybody. That defense, that defense is fantastic, Scott. In conference they, play, they kill everyone in conference. Play. They, str- they struggled. They struggled against Liberty because Liberty's really good. Also but, against Georgia because duh, they're yeah. against Georgia. Right, right, right. But I'm saying in conference play or yeah. non-FBS, they've been very good. They gave up 
Nithin to Southern Miss, which is, you know, no great shake. Southern Miss is terrible. Florida Atlantic, decent team. Uh, Killed you saw Charlotte take, yesterday. You saw them take care of Charlotte yeah. again, a game that went the other way from what we thought. And uh, they uh, they took care of business, gave up 14. I, I just, this Rice team losing 40, 45 nothing to uh, UTSA. I think I think UAB may be close to UTSA, but I'm not not quite as good. But I, I think they're close. But they've uh, just been non-competitive when they've won teams with the pulse this year. Forty-five nothing to UTSA, fifty-eight nothing Texas, forty-four-seven to Houston. I think this game has that same same kind of flavor written on it. Give me the uh, UAB Blazers minus twenty-three and a half. And my last one is going to be obviously a quarter play. Because this is me we're talking about. And since week one, I'm undefeated in quarter plays. So they've you're, gone really well for me. Two, one two, oh, one last two, week. What are you, 2-0-1? Oh, uh, yes, I had the push on the pen kicker, on the Pittsburgh kicker who missed the extra point. Got the loss on San Diego State. Since that happened, undefeated since. So that's been going well. And I am taking Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Minus nine and a half in the first quarter. At minus 120 on DraftKings. Oklahoma with Williams is so damn good. And Kansas is so damn bad. Oklahoma, you don't even need two touchdowns. You need a touchdown and a field goal. Yes, they might be up 28 nothing after the first quarter. Nine and a half. What are you, serious? I have some numbers, though. Since Williams took over as the quarterback midway through the Texas game, Oklahoma has scored 100 points. In the seven quarters, this offense is absolutely nuts. Kansas has lost each of its first three conference games by 123 total points, outscored 155 to 28. So you're saying there's a chance. Oklahoma's team total is 52 and a half. (laughs) I think they'll score at least 10 in the first quarter. I don't think Kansas is going to score any. But even if Kansas kicks a field goal, I'll take the two touchdowns. Give How me you a, get a team total of fifty-two and a half and ten and ten and a half and nine and a half. I saw it on Fox Bet yesterday. That's what I saw. Fox Bet. So right. that's 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 what I saw. But I'll take the first quarter. Oklahoma will be up by double digits after fifteen minutes. Very good. What do you, what do you think of that? All one? right, guys. I yeah, that's fine. <laughs> what am I gonna fucking? Oh no! I, You're gonna KU defend the Jayhawks. Hey, he's gonna make the stand. Yeah, no. I was, I was in Lawrence the other night, by the way. I had dinner in Lawrence. Look, great town. I, I like Lawrence a lot. Hate KU. I ha- Lawrence. I hardly know him. What's that? What? You heard what? I've never been there. Never been to Lawrence? Never been there. Never been to the little... You've never been to Lawrence? you never been to the Little Apple? Nope. Never been to Manhattan? You ever, have, you've been east of the... Well, you've been to Wisconsin. But have you been like any of the lower states, east of the... Or west of the Mississippi? Uh, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado's, any of that? No, not really. Okay. You've been to Vegas, though. Vegas, I've been to. <laughs> Brownsbacker says, "Hope you each of you go three and three because it most likely be tailing one way or the other." Yeah, hope you get the right ones, brother. You don't go yeah. on six. All right, guys, that's gonna do it, man. This has been a blast. I I like the live show setup, Scott. Oh, uh, so do I. Okay, and also I have to do way less editing, so that's very cool, guys. Thanks for being there, man. I uh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we we love interacting with you guys. Thanks very much. Hey, T Train, thanks for stopping by, man. I know everybody's. Everybody's busy here on Friday afternoon. You're either finishing up work or getting ready to drink or something like that. So Both. Thanks, thanks for sharing your space with us. We appreciate it for me and for Scott, for the whole crew over here at Winners and Winners. Appreciate the effort. You guys, uh, you know, you know the drill. Stop back and see us. 
We're going to have our pre-recorded NFL show up here sometime tomorrow. So be looking at that. All right. Until then, everybody have a great weekend. Good luck on all your plays. And we'll be back here and see you Monday on Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. Peace.